0: Uh, hey, Jack, will you turn on that lamp and turn off that lie? Yes. Yes, please. To make it more cozy. And also, like, there's a bit of a buzzing sound that happens at that lie. Turn it off. Yes, please. The one, yeah, that. Got it. Ooh, Thanks. Cozy. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After hours podcasting. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Try and not <edit. laughs> <laughs> So that's how our summers are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was edited out. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really sad today because there's actually a sriracha sauce shortage. I was introduced to sriracha sauce by my family because they brought it home from the grocery store. And I said, wow, this is actually really good. Yes, it has a kick to it. You tried it one time, Joe.
1: It was surprisingly, I, I, I put more on than I needed to. So that was a fun experience. <laughs>
0: there turned out to be a sriracha sauce shortage. Once I had had one bottle, one or two bottles and learned to really like it, there's a drought. The chili peppers are no more. So it'll be until September till we could make more. So oh, I got dang. addicted to the sauce and then now it's gone. Wow. But we actually found a few Kroger off brand so. Hey. We were able to c- circumvent the shortage. But anyway, <laughs> that's just something I was annoyed about. Is it spicy? Yeah. I've never had sriracha sauce.
1: It's it's spicy. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like it's comparable to like Cholula sauce, you know, like Cholula sauce? Is that the name of it? I don't know.
2: See, I'm not a big sauce guy. Oh, dang. I want you to just hand it to me the way it was meant to be eaten. I don't want to enhance it.
1: Yeah, I get that.
2: Mainly because I'm a wimp. Does that mean you're against salt? No see now there it is I do like salt But see sauces though Sauces are a different story Like I don't want ketchup on my hot dog
1: That's weird What? That
2: yeah. is weird Don't want ketchup I'll take
0: relish <laughs> What? That's weird What about pepper? Not on your hot dog Just in my
1: <laughs> I love loading my hot dog with pepper <laughs>
0: Pepper is like good for a
2: baked potato Like you put some pepper mm-hmm. on there Yeah. Like with some like butter and like salt That's good like I put I put salt on my baked potato, but I don't know. Is that weird? I don't know.
0: So the last time you were on was about a year and a half ago, I think. Oh we my talked gosh. about many topics and I sounded really dumb back then. No, you did not. I well take it away. You're cutting that out. <laughs> no, but compared to what I think I'm capable of sounding like, I think I sounded dumb. Let's just put it that Wait, way. Do you
1: mean like the content of what you're saying or like the I action? was just
0: sort of like stumbling around. And also oh, like back I then I thought I was Enneagram 5, so there were just a solid six minutes where I was like, uh,
2: uh, 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 mm, uh, 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 I see.
0: Wait a second. You thought you were an Enneagram 5? We had not come to Jesus moment with the Enneagram on one of the episodes. It turned out Joe wasn't a four wing, whatever he thought he was, and I oh. wasn't a five wing 6. Wait, wait, wait. Because we were wrong.
1: Someone doesn't listen to our podcasts (laughs) regularly. (laughs) You would know that.
3: No, wait a second. Wait a second. I
2: listen Mm, sometimes. (laughs) Joe, uh, I know that you're a nine, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know that
0: you changed. I changed my spots. Well, I think it it was always the case that I was an Enneagram one wing nine, but I thought I was an Enneagram five wing six the reason i thought that was because so five likes to connect knowledge just for fun sort of they like to just collect it like my brother classic example same for my grandpa they collect it oftentimes they are capable of watching the news and just as instead of what happens to me i'm stressed out when i see the news all these problems i can't do anything to solve they're just like oh information cool i love information i'm just gonna soak it all up and Mm. enjoy but not get stressed out about it i just like to collect It wasn't that I liked to collect. It was that I liked to collect for a purpose. I want to perfect this area of my life. How can I be a good student? How can I be a good son? How can I be a good brother? How can I do things in my faith that help my faith to grow? I wanted to collect information, but I was done collecting information once I thought I had the problem figured out. And since you can never figure out the problem all the way, I was sort of always in an information collecting stage. Mm. And then the reason I thought I was six-wing is because I just am anxious about stupid stuff all the time. But that's because that comes from my desire to want to control it. Mm. Wow. Anyway, that was a dumb thing that happened back then. I thought I was in five, wing six, and I'm. <laughs> That's huge. That's like a whole like identity mm-hmm. shift. Like, how
2: were you okay with that? Like, that good <laughs> question. A actually, it.
0: So it was actually it was a walk with my mom where my mom was like, "Look, I know you've been saying you're the five or whatever, but like, I don't think you you are the five. You are totally the one." And like, gave some evidence for it. I was like, "Oh yeah, good point. Actually, that actually explains a lot because mm-hmm. the five moves to seven in stress, and moves to eight when healthy. Yep. And the problem with those is that you can kind of like shoehorn yourself into anything. Mm-hmm. Like the they don't help. The distress directions don't help as much as I thought they did. You could give me any two random numbers. Oh, when I'm healthy. Yeah, I'm sure I'm a three. Sure. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely a four when I'm unhealthy, whatever. Mm-hmm. It turned out I actually was an Enneagram one because they moved to four in stress. That would mean they're really moody. Like me, they want to write songs and express poetry about how sad they are. But in an unhealthy <laughs> way, like in a I. Don't like my life anymore, kind of way. Mm. There, seven and goofy win in health, which is me. I also can do that in stress. I'm trying like, trying to escape from it. Both of those ways of being can turn into. You can use the four for for helpfulness or unhelpfulness. You can use that seven for helpfulness or unhelpfulness. That's why I was getting a lot of that stuff mixed up. Mm. I'm so interesting. I know, like, no, no, <laughs>
2: oh, no. It is no, it is interesting. Yeah. I was like, of course, I'm, I'm a selfish self absorbed four. So I'm <laughs> thinking about how what you're saying applies to me. Um, <laughs> of course. Um, but I was like, it's kind of funny because I was like, I haven't been writing a lot of songs lately, which is funny because you just said when you don't like your life, hmm. like fours like want to really dig into that and mm-hmm. like dig it up. Mm. I haven't been doing that.
0: Even mm. if you do like your life, you want to write a song. Is that fair?
2: Not really. Huh. I haven't been writing a lot of songs lately.
0: So you're healthy. Mm-hmm.
2: I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Using songwriting
1: as a gauge for how good your life is. Well, okay. I have memories of times when you were not healthy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really,
4: okay.
1: The
2: entire
0: first 19 years. And
1: the the songs were just getting pumped out like two oh, on a weekly basis, you yeah. know what I mean? Like and not finished songs obviously, but like so well, I I finished a good point, but, some songs. Oh, you did. We just didn't put music to them, so I don't know. True, kind okay, of fine,
2: yes. In English, that way, whatever. yes. <laughs> They're more like poetry.
1: There you go, yes, yes. But you, I mean, yeah, recently, you. I think the last one you sent me was like, yeah, about a month ago, probably.
0: Yeah. You sent that SoundCloud link over? Oh, gosh, if only. Mm.
2: If only I was that skilled in music. Mm. I want to be. I feel like we
0: could be. Mm. Me and Joe, ladies and gentlemen. With Joe's musical prowess and Jack's lyrical prowess? It could happen. Oh, man.
2: Unstoppable. <laughs> See, if we were consistent and in the same state, I think we could, gosh, we could have uh, We could have gone all the way, but not, not so. <laughs> the Lord said no. Mm,
1: yes. Well,
2: who knows? It's a long life. We're like in our 20s. It is a long life, but I'm going to die at 29. No, you're not. So. What evidence do you have for the fact you're going to die at 29? Uh, uh, none. Um I heard Hank Williams said it, or like, well, no, he didn't say it. He just did. <laughs> he did. Hank Williams Jr. drank himself to the point of almost dying at 29. And I think, oh, well, no, 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 no. no. Okay. Well, he did drink himself almost to death. Um, but it was Towns Van Sant. Towns Van Sant is how you say his name. But um, he was obsessed with Hank Williams and was like convinced convinced that he was going to die at 29 and so he pretty much just lived that life up until that point strung himself out on drugs and alcohol and i don't want to be like that but it's kind of romantic <laughs> to think that oh I don't know. Maybe it's not that romantic. <laughs> it's
0: not. Okay, you saying that feels literally delusional to me. You, so you think it's romantic to like have the self-fulfilling prophecy where I'm going to die at 29 and then you make that come true by your... <laughs> relationships in life it's it is somewhat romantic it's i mean there's, romantic. A <laughs> yeah, there. there's a story oh there there's a story there
2: i don't know it's all about the story isn't it because like oh
0: you can create a polished disney movie where it's like oh this was so good or whatever but in real life it wasn't that good i feel it's just a sad person who needed to hug from his mom or whatever
1: he goes died in the back of a car he did <laughs> doing on, what on the way to,
0: literally like, on
1: the way to a concert oh, okay. yeah like to overnight perform. yeah Thanks. so i don't Yeah. Not not the greatest example, I don't think.
2: He needed help. That's But
1: for he sure. really did I mean, some of his songs I mean what? Seventy years ago and they're still really very good songs, well written songs. They're decent.
2: What? I mean like they're good, but like for now they're not like great. Are you
1: kidding me? Like, like the I lyrics was listening not to the music, the lyrics. Lyrics like, ain't like freaking, musically. Uh Lonesome So Lonesome I Could Cry. Yeah, no, it's still good. Canada I'm not being, saying it's not good. Oh. I'm
2: just saying that it's like I think we've evolved.
1: I disagree. Wholeheartedly. No, I think that we've
2: evolved. I think that um, I think that the best that country music has ever been was the eighties and the nineties.
1: With who, like Randy Travis, George Strait, Randy then?
2: Travis, George Strait, uh, even a little bit of Merle Haggard and George Jones as they were trailing off. Mm-hmm. Of course, Ronnie Milsap, even yeah, though he didn't yeah. write any of his music. True. Um, yeah, I mean that's that is the height of country music. Hmm. Hank Williams, he was good. He may may have been better if he hadn't died at 29.
1: That's true. He Not so
2: romantic yeah. after all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. There is something there, though, that could have been. No, shut up. We're <laughs> done. We're done here.
0: That was actually a question I had listening back because you talked about, oh, I like country music. Part of the reason I like country music is that very few people I know at least listen to it. Does it bother you to know that millions and millions and millions and millions of people listen to and like country music? Or you're like, oh, I only like the this cool 90s thing where no one's seen it or whatever.
2: Yeah, the unique thing is like a big deal for me. Like I tried not to like lean too much into that anymore cuz I feel like I'm trying to and you can attest to this a little bit. Like I'm trying to be like a healthier person. Yeah, you wow. do seem healthier. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um and I think that the uh well, wait, was that sarcastic?
3: <laughs> <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Super backhanded compliment. <laughs> okay. uh, I
0: was actually dead serious, but it's funnier if it was sarcasm. Yeah,
2: yeah no, no, no. Well, no, it's great. It, I'm glad that you're dead serious. Yeah, It originally it was the uniqueness for me because I was always surrounded by people who didn't like it. Everybody that I would tell about it would say, ew, country music. And at first I'd be like, oh, like, what do you mean? Like, it was kind of like hurtful. But then it was like, it became more of Okay, like I'm a unique person. This makes me stand out in a way, um, because most of the people that I love or spend like the majority of my time with don't really like it or think that it's stupid, um, and so like I'm somehow set apart from them. But yeah, getting into a lot of indie music, people like Stephen Day, The Broken The Bluff, Dayglow um, mm. is like really high on my list right now. Like more pop than anything, but like kind of a pop rock, surf rock sort of a deal. And there's, again, there's a uniqueness there where I love to be able to say, hey, have you heard this song? And then people say to me, no. And then I get to go. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Well, wait a well, let, second. Me <laughs> well, let me show you everything <laughs> yeah. that I love. There's a uniqueness to like, I love to feel unique and separated. Hmm.
0: Okay, so my question then would be, how popular does a artist, a YouTube channel, something like that, how popular does it have to be before you won't touch it? Like, I don't fee- see you charging in if it has like 10 million subscribers. Wow, look at this. That's a great, that's <laughs> but where's a great the question.
2: So Ben Rector is, a huge, or was, with, within my, my crowd at CSF before I graduated, um, was hugely popular. Like, everybody knew him, everybody loved his songs, and that was enough for me. I was like, I'm never going to listen to Ben Rector. And I didn't. (laughs) Wow. I didn't, yeah. And so I, uh, to this day, still don't know a lot of his songs. Like, the only... But this is... It's strange, though, because I was so dead set on not liking Ben Rector. And then, like, about a month ago, I went to his concert Mm. um, and had, up until this point, started slowly kind of listening to his music and his work. And the concert was what changed everything for me. so i think i think i used to be very if more than one or two people really liked it in my circle. i was skeptical. the same the same goes for like chris Renzema. i still don't like chris Renzema. <laughs> I, I don't think that he's as good as everybody makes him out to be. and but really the true reason is because i know what you're saying. <laughs> see no see he does know. <laughs> he
0: has a couple of really good ones. And then the others are kid or miss.
2: Exactly. They all kind of sound the same, honestly. And I'm not saying like, I mean, look, Chris Renzema, if you're listening to he this, you're, you're, a, you're a great guy, but I'm not as much that way anymore. Like I have a good buddy down in Orlando um, who is like the hipster of all hipsters and too cool for school. And he hates Ben Rector because he just doesn't make the right kind of music. And like this guy is into, I love him. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'll just na- drop his name. He never. I unless I show him this yeah. podcast, he's not gonna hear about it. <laughs> we can bleep it, but, his name too. Right? Um, yeah. No, he's great. Love him to death. But he like hates uh, Ben Rector. And I was playing it uh, during one of our retreats. He was in the fellows program with me, which I'll
3: probably we'll talk about. It. Yeah, we'll, yeah talk, we'll talk. We'll about talk
2: about. It. It. We'll get there. He like stopped me one time because we were all just sitting, hanging out, and I was DJing, and a Ben Rector con- uh, song came on and he stopped me and he said um I'm going to need you to sk- skip through this song. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He was like seriously. Like he approached me and was like serious about it. like <laughs> He I, approached I, me. Yeah, no he just <laughs> seriously did. And I was like um okay. Like, you know, cuz I'm a Christ follower and I'm like going to be like I'm gonna, you know, love him well, but um You'll play that card. <laughs> yeah. But he like he genuinely hates Ben Rector. But he's a nine, which is a little you know, nines suck. So, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> nines do suck. I've had a couple run ins with nines. Can't do anything with them. No. Can't
1: do anything Gosh. Without them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't get you to do crap. See, See when that, I lived in Indiana, the, I couldn't get you to do anything with me. The thing
1: that a nine would wise. do is I'm just going to keep agreeing with you guys. <laughs> I
2: suck. You're so right.
0: You do. I suck. Yeah, your job's done. I am done arguing because you're making it no fun. Yep. I'll just leave. It's no, fine. Joe sucks. Everybody I'll roll join over in. every
1: time. I am a doormat.
0: <laughs> uh, fun times. You didn't answer how popular it has to be before you. Won't you're touch right.
1: It. Well, like Morgan Wallen, right? Like when Sarah showed you that, he, you were like, yeah, he's good. Yeah, not that I didn't good. want anything to do with it because he was like
0: very popular. Exactly.
2: I mean, it was on country radio. Yeah. Country radio. If that's like a test because if it shows up on country radio but
1: my thing is and i guess still not answer the question but if if something's good music it's good music like i had my opinions about harry styles and then i listened to his album and i was like objectively that's good music yeah i was you the know? same
2: so it's like i think it's changed for me a little bit like i'm more i am i you're right i'm looking for good music i'm looking for like a good sound like i don't know if you do the discover weekly thing on like spotify yeah, absolutely i <laughs> do I don't know if you're the same way but I can like listen to like the first 10 seconds of a song and know if I'm going to like it or not. It doesn't matter how pop- popular it is or not. I'm not going to listen to Dua Lipa. But like she's got some good music. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> on you know, principle 75 million listeners is too high. Exactly. She's like the second most listened to person on Spotify or something. Like it's and okay, like Ed Sheeran, will not listen to him anymore. Like there was a point where I could like kind of get into it because most of the people would say turn it off turn it off i don't want to hear it when i would be like putting it on or like djing or whatever but like um but now like he is way too popular and totally like sold out like i will not listen to anything that he Mm. does so i would say yeah i'd say used to if if i heard a lot of people telling me that they liked it i was just immediately not into it um to i can't give you an exact number it's just like it's it's around me i'm it's purely social <laughs>
0: <laughs> my challenge is to find people with as low as i can and then unironically like their music oh okay 221 monthly listeners for artist i won't say the name of because no one can find it with me and you guys know who it is <laughs> okay i'm looking it's at like it relaxing right piano music oh, oh cool. i dig that yeah. There's another person with 18 listeners that's really good as well, but there's my secret. 18 you, you listeners. You can't show us that. That's no, too much. that's a secret. Yeah. There, but it has to be like, oh, it can't be horrible. It has to be good music that I truly love with 18 listeners. Mm. There's a a local group or a local,
2: local-ish. local uh, you, you guys would know them, Adeline and Ava. Oh, yeah. Oh, are Roush. they on Spotify?
0: Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I legit need to follow them because, like, one time my mom showed me a video of them and I was like, they're actually incredibly they good. Are. And I don't know why they're, how they're doing this. But, like, mm-hmm. they're super Okay. What are they? What they
2: are just Adeline and Ava, I think is what it's I, called. But 40 monthly listeners, which is ridiculous. They should
0: have a million more. The video of them was insanely good. Yeah. They're so good. Okay. We're listening mm-hmm. to this. Yeah. Podcast <laughs> is over. And, yeah. Anyway, that is. Okay. Thank you. If I have more hidden gems, I will think of them through the episode. But oh, there yeah, we go. Hidden sure. gems on Spotify and YouTube. Once they get popular, I'm out of here. Toss them in the trash. And then another subtlety was like, I may listen to more popular artists, but I will go seek out their lesser known songs. Like, oh, Dua Lipa, her original album called Dua Lipa. Like, how many people have listened to that? Not many. So if there's good stuff on there, I'm more drawn to it than like levitating. Yeah, for sure.
1: I, yeah, I get it. I guess I just I care more about music and lyrics. I don't You're really not ca- being a special no. person who's a snowflake and only. I don't wants really the, care. <laughs> the subtle stuff.
2: I don't really care. Well, I mean, it's like Fleetwood Mac. Like they had a ton yeah. of music in the '60s before they were at like massively popular, and their massively popular stuff is really good. But mm-hmm. like, you know, you give yourself the time of like digging, to really into digging back. Stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. still good. They're just different sound.
0: How are our summers going? Jack first. He's the
2: guest. of yeah, one. you have okay, to go Jack's first. The first guy. Okay. All right. Whatever. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Um, yeah. So my summer is going well. I'm melting in Orlando, Florida. It's always sunny, and it's always humid. Uh, it, on average, where I've been, it's been like hundred and two degrees every day. What's the humidity? Uh, I don't know what the percent. I think it's like a, I want to say it's a hundred percent, but I don't know. It's
0: it's probably it's probably a little less than that. But it's you step nasty. outside into the hot tub and die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no,
2: it's it's horrible. I mm. um, I smoke a pipe now. So uh, to all of my fans (laughs) who are against tobacco smoking, I'm sorry, Um, but I braved the nasty Florida heat to go out and smoke my pipe occasionally.
0: This is a bit.
1: No, it's real. No, it's this, this, super this is real. this is the asthmatic telling you he smokes a pie. I'm not <laughs> I
0: smoke it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no side effects. <of> <laughs> Climbing yeah. <Yeah>. the stairs. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Those
2: stairs getting up to your room. <laughs> I was like,
3: oh, it's crazy.
0: I'd recommend you stop immediately. What
3: else well, are you doing? You
2: know, it's not yeah.
0: I can quit any time I want.
2: Yeah, I really can. Yeah. So I started work with uh, Reform Theological Seminary in Orlando. Uh, RTS and I'm their new operations and student life coordinator. Um, So I work with uh, 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 basically what I'll do is I I have some accounting duties that I'll do, um, but the really cool stuff is when I get to work with students. So um, a lot of those people are um, coming to events that I'm planning and executing and uh, just trying to get them plugged into community and that's That's been really cool and a lot of fun because a lot of them are my age. Um, some of them are, even have families and stuff. So it's, it's just cool to kind of see the dynamic and uh, how that's been. But uh, just like a month and a half ago, two months ago, uh, moved into a house down there with a couple of guys. They're really cool. Um, uh, so... I want to say all their names. Uh, they're not going to listen, but...
1: You could show them this podcast, Jack. No. Get us four extra listeners on this episode. I, I will, we need them.
2: Um, <laughs> okay, fine, yeah. Um, my my homie. I'll die for him any day. Aww. Um, he's a great guy from FSU. Grew up in Dubai. Whoa. Spent 18 years of his life. 16, 18, something like that. I don't know. Um, great guy. Is an Italian... Uh, he works at uh, the oh, uh,
3: yeah. place, so
2: he gets us in for free to the baseball games. <laughs> don't tell of anybody because <laughs> I don't want to lose that. Um, and then we go on uh, Thursday nights, Thirsty Thursdays, $2 beers, There you go. hang out there. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, and then is our newest addition as a roommate. I haven't really hung out with him a lot, but he's got Hoosier in his blood, so... Oh, he's from India? No, he's not from Indiana, but he's got Hoosier in his blood. So people from Indiana were in his family. Cool. But yeah, that's my life. I just hang out with those guys, and we go to baseball games occasionally, and uh, I go to work. It's the life of an adult. Is the hope that that will someday lead to a ministry job? I've been spending a lot of time in prayer um, and just trying to to see where the Lord wants me to go with that, because I am going to take a class this fall. Um, on uh, Acts and Romans, which is really cool. Um, and my initial reasoning for doing that is um, one thing about being an employee at RTS is they'll pay for that for you. Um, and I get to do it on work time. So I'm getting paid to go to class, wow. uh, a free class. So that that's awesome. The, uh, the other reason why I decided to do that was because I really want to... Um, start learning the Bible again, uh, not so much just reading it. Um, I kind of fell out of that when COVID came around. I was in like a really good rhythm of like reading scripture and learning it. Um, but I haven't been doing that for a long time. And I think that for me, that's a big deal. But it has brought up questions of potentially, should I get my master's of divinity? I feel like the Lord could potentially be leading me in that direction, but I'm not exactly sure yet. So we'll get back to get back to that at some point.
1: <laughs> we'll have you on another year and a half. We'll see where you're at.
2: Yeah, you know. I mean, actually, I, the hope right now is to be back in Indiana next summer, full-time.
0: In ministry or just doing stuff? Back to just being a receptionist. <laughs> <laughs> Never <laughs> again. Dear Lord, please. <laughs> Anything but that. Um,
2: no, yeah, the receptionist thing, not really my... I can't do customer service anymore. I don't have the stomach for it.
0: Customer's always wrong. They are
2: always wrong. At,
0: They're literally always
3: wrong.
1: The person who said the customer's always right was probably a customer.
2: Yeah. You know? Like, exactly. Uh, Man, the worst. If we weren't on a podcast right now, I would say things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I want to come back just because this is my home and this place has my heart and I miss my family and there's this, I was actually, talking with your parents about it just a second ago, there's something about coming back to a place that you're so comfortable with and so familiar with that you can just kind of let your shoulders down and just relax and just hang out with people. Kind of like what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Like there's no pressure, there's no um, anxiety about it, just hanging out. And with people down in Orlando, it's it's not always like that. It's not always like I'm like trying to impress people or be on my best behavior or anything like that but um it is different because they're not like my family you know which you can just hang out with like it doesn't matter how i show up to Mm -hmm. like i'm always accepted there whereas you kind of you kind of have to figure out where you stand with people um so i'm
0: just ready to come home
2: you know Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah that kind of impressing others game is super exhausting so and exhausting. you see it in college and it's just like mm-hmm. I get this is just like I'm exhausted watching you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing. That was like a big part of my college experience, I would say,
2: and I'm feeling it. I felt it a lot again when I first moved back down to Orlando. Um and I feel like it's kind of it's mellowed out a little bit, but I'm just kind of gets old really quickly, mm. especially when you start a new job, uh and you get back into the rhythm of that. So yeah, just ready to not be worried about that.
1: Well, my summer. Thanks for asking. <laughs>
0: no, it was just clear that you were going to go next. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so true. Sorry. That's true. That's true.
1: All right. Um. No, my summer's been really good. I I can't remember where we, I left it. Yeah, like, I don't really what know. The viewers just know. Just tell. I don't know. I'll just imagine that no one knows anything. Uh. So I'm good doing schedule. an internship with Sherwood Oaks Christian Church. Uh. With Quentin Bemis, who provided these lovely mics for that we're using this evening. Thank you, Quentin. Thanks, Quentin. Thanks, you're, Quentin. You're a G.
2: Thanks, Q. You're, <laughs> you're about
1: to say cutie. <laughs> it's like you. That's my boss. <laughs> no,
2: call him Q. That's cool.
1: Q. I just call him Quentin always. People do call him Q. What anyway. I call him Quentin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm doing a uh, worship internship with him. And it's honestly, I mean, it's been really great just thinking, because there's two sides to worship ministries, what I'm learning. There's like the practical. And we talked about this literally last night. Zachary um but there's the practical like what am i doing with my hands like the the physical nature of like getting a band together doing the things right and then there's like the other side which is like okay like the spiritual pastoral side of leading people is also a huge deal and so i'm learning both and how important both are because it is important for me to Physically know what I'm doing and like know the songs and be comfortable But it's also important to have in mind like okay. I'm not just singing a song I'm, not just singing a melody for the fun of it. I am Leading people to praise the creator of the universe. That's a huge deal Um, and so yeah, it it has been a really great learning experience. I've gotten more comfortable on stage. Um And i'm really excited for the future. I I, I'm I know I want to work in the church and I know that that will probably involve I, I imagine it'll involve worship. I would be happy with any sort of a job in a church, like media or creative stuff, whatever. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's been really great to discern kind of where I want to go, but also just get experience in that thing. So it's been like helping me with what I already have, but then also giving me skills that I didn't have, like the pastoral side of things. So yeah, so my summer has been great. Uh, very busy. I have been home to sleep only for the past week and that's been really about it sleep and shower so uh it's been busy it's been very busy like literally my laundry was left in the washer twice for multiple days because i started it because i was home for a second and then i like didn't switch it because i wasn't back to switch it so that was super fun sorry roommates anyway <laughs> uh but yeah my summer's been really great just working and seeing people.
0: I think the way you approached last year's worship was what's called like the 1,000-foot view. There's a book I sometimes talk about called Getting Things Done by David Allen, and he talks about you can look at your life from a 1,000-foot view, like what am I doing every day, that kind of thing. 2,000-foot view, what am I doing every week, you know? And by the time you get to a 10,000-foot view, it's like, why am I here on the planet? Mm
3: -hmm. So for
0: you, Joe, I think it's why am I here on the planet? Well, to bring glory to God through my skills and talents of worship. I think last year you were 1,000 level where you are like, checking things, checking boxes, yep, kind of. Exactly. And now you're getting closer to that 10,000 view. Let's delete all the boxes we thought we were supposed to check. Zoom out and those new boxes become apparent. Yep. And now we can check those brand new boxes because like if you zoom all the way out, different objectives become clear as opposed to like if you're just thinking of how do I make a worship set like mm-hmm. and nothing else mm-hmm. versus if you zoom all the way out to like what do we want to accomplish with worship? Yeah. Then different things appear on that checklist.
1: Exactly. Because it is like worship is... Like, it is about the practicality of doing it. But at the same time, it's also about way more than that, you know? And that's kind of the, the tension that you have to balance because if you want to be good at what you're doing, you want to have a plan, you want to know what the plan is and execute it well. Like, that's, like, striving for, for, for doing things well is a good thing. Um, but also, it's not the most important thing, which is where I think I was last year. I think I thought it was the most important thing. And didn't necessarily consider, or at least really understand that my job was more than just doing music. Like it's it's about way more than that. It's about leading people well. And it, I, yeah, basically what I said. So yeah, you
0: put the vehicle over the destination. Music is the vehicle. Yeah. Bring people to God is the destination. Yeah. You only focused on music, but not the destination of how to get people there, which Absolutely. isn't bad. Like that's what ninety-nine percent of people do. So yeah. I think you're ahead of the game, and... <laughs> Thinking about it that way.
2: Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Are you gonna talk, okay, about, you your talk about your summer?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna talk about my summer. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> Go boy. <laughs> I, I can't, don't get can't get out of it. This summer I'm working at Cook Medical, working in the wire guides department, saving lives every day with my medical device manufacturing. I thought that I might have to use really complicated equipment or do very complicated things when I got there. Turns out for the summer hires of which I am one of many, we are generally put on the very easy jobs. They still need to be done, of course, but they're not shall we say, very skilled. So my job is to have small pieces of plastic tubing and I need to make small cuts in them for 4,000 times a day. It's like, oh, that's bad. It's actually not that bad because I can listen to music and podcasts freely and have plenty of time to go on break. And it's actually, I'm not finding it to be bad at all.
1: Huge, So it's,
0: do I want to do this for my entire life? No, is this a good way to make some money during the summer, have that saved up? I was like making my spreadsheet the other day of like how, what are my things I need to pay for every month? How much am I making this summer? So then, like, I'm encouraged to not buy things because it's like if you remove the amount you made this summer, subtract it by this amount. Oh man, yeah, you can have less months paid for it, all this stuff. So yeah. I was sort of trying to solidify all that and, you know, appreciate the money I was making. I- I'm always trying to strike a balance because I have things I want to buy, but then I'm like. Yeah, but you're not a millionaire who has Mm. the ability to buy whatever they want. Mm -hmm. So I'm always, I guess adulthood, right, Jack? But that's the (laughs) the delicate balance between like, well, I'm going to buy things sometimes, but also Mm -hmm. like most of the time, I'm just going to sort of look at a thing and then, eh, maybe later. And then seven years later, all right, time to buy it. Um, And then you like it. It's like, why didn't I buy it more quickly? I don't Mm -hmm. know. Or you could be like me. And just buy it.
3: <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
0: whatever. You, money. You I will
1: never financially recover from this.
0: <laughs> I always like to do an icebreaker. And I was wondering, as country music aficionados, what's your favorite chord? I like the D chord.
2: <laughs> that's real. It's true. I'm not trying to be obnoxious. Yeah. Um, it really is. I, that's the first uh, chord I learned. And I think it sounds really, really pretty. And that's all I have to say about that.
1: I have a lot that I like. Um, I think that if I had to choose, I would say.
2: You're gonna say something really, really technically diverse. Shut up. Yep. No, Go I'm ahead. about to say. Show me I, I, like,
1: I like G, like just a solid G, or because you, you can. I mean, you can do this with every chord, but like, I like to add the seven on there, or like mm-hmm. hit it with like <laughs> Jack. Shut up. <laughs> right and so that's but also i just it's 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 going from piano to guitar it's it's in i mean every chord on the piano is not hard to play but like on guitar g is also super easy to play and i can play every chord in that key so like playing
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: Jack, you know...
0: Have you ever listened to the college drive?
1: Yeah. We talk about music here, you little <laughs>
3: loser.
2: I would like to change my chord to D major 7 add 9. Oh my
0: gosh. That's okay. that's what Fine. I am.
2: That's, that's my favorite chord. That's a real chord, right?
0: What does it sound like and how do you use it?
2: Yeah, Jack. Well, let me just get there, boys. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have perfect
2: pitch, so I should be able to do this. Do you actually? No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Although,
1: you know what? Fun music development for me. More and more, I have been... Like if I'm thinking about a song, I'll start singing it, and then I'll I'll I, like I'll get the key right, which is Good weird. Job, I know. So now the step is to like identify what song starts where, and then if I can consistently get that, then I know what the key is before I sing it.
2: No,
0: nah. uh, sing the chorus of all my ghosts.
1: Mm, my ghosts are with me. Is that wrong?
0: It's ah. all my ghosts are with me.
1: How close was I? One off, step?
0: you start on E, it starts on F. That melody line, at least, not okay, the Okay, that's a half it's step. It's okay, it's okay. That's a half you've got step. relatives, close on, like I do. Close only, okay. close only counts in horseshoes <laughs> okay, and whatever is. Okay, else. give me another okay, one. Exactly. Give me another one. Okay, uh, you probably know give me a minute for memory. That's too easy. Actually, whatever, give me a minute.
2: Give me a minute. Me a minute.
1: See, my, Lizzie McAlpine's hard because she is a woman <laughs> and oh, she sings wow. higher okay. than me. And so it sits you don't on like my, see, women? I think, <laughs> me, I think Give Me a Minute
0: is really comfortable because...
1: Give me a minute. Is that right?
0: The melody starts on E, I believe. Okay, so you me do me a have minute. perfect pitch. I have a very good pitch. It can be fooled. Yeah. But it's it very, very, fooled. very good. <laughs> Whenever I take the test, I get like most of them right. I also have the problem with how the online test I usually take works. There are some online tests that don't do this. It mm-hmm. like has a list of the notes with like the name on them. I want to be tested on a piano where you sing a note and then I press that button on the piano. And Ooh. it's like if I get it wrong, I get it wrong, but gotcha. I'm confused by like a list of buttons where the first button says gotcha. D, then a button says C sharp slash D minus. A, and that's just complicated and confusing.
3: Yeah.
0: My favorite chord is E minor. Interesting. Why? Because it can always, in a major progression, add just so much spice and funness. That's true. Think about G major, and then D major, and then A major, and then E minor. Mm. It just oh, adds the nice spice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. And it's like, I was listening to a song today that did that. And every time the E minor hit, I was like, Ooh, boy. <laughs> Look <laughs> at that. Because you, expect, sauce in you there. expect it to be like a different major chord or whatever. Yeah. But just like, is that nice little spice? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's not complicated. It's not add seven, gross, whatever. Sure. It's just, especially when you have a very he- heavily major song, it's a good way to throw the minor in, which creates unresolved tension. But it's a s- pretty simple way to create unresolved tension. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, Jack. Do you think that different chords perfect pitch or not, do you think that different chords have different characters?
2: Absolutely. And like
0: different notes have different characters as well. Yes. Versus like, because what I always, and I don't know what even Joe's opinion on this, but what I try to say is that like, let's say you have a worship song in C major and then you move it to A major, a lot of times it will sound more like serious or final or something like that. Hmm. It's hard to explain, but if you change the key of the song, it has a very different character and sound. Wait, you disagree, Joe? I
1: think I disagree because here's the thing. I think a lot of it depends on how it's being played and who's singing it. And so, like, if, okay, sure, if it's my voice, right, and I'm singing Graves in the Gardens into G in G, that fits my voice, if you moved it up to A, I'd be pushing it a little bit. So, it might, like, that might feel more uh, more energetic, more pushing forward. But if if you moved it up to, like, C, where I can't get most of it, and had a girl sing it, whose range is right there, like, it sounds the same.
0: Is the original A? Uh,
1: I think it's either A or B flat. Maybe B. yeah, I think it is beefy. I search the world. Where do you prefer to sing it? Where are you G- doing right now? Yeah, I search the,
3: I search the world. Yeah, that would be J. Yeah, that would be J. That is more comfortable,
0: I think, because there's no way I can hit the original one.
1: Yeah, 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 dude. It's Brandon Link's crazy. Anyway,
0: I do find most of Lizzie McAlpine songs to be very singable though, like. It's high, Yes, it's high for her, but it's re- regular for me. Mm, Does that make any
1: sense? See, n- well, yeah, the, the harmonies are regular for me. Like, I can hit oh. the like the The regular the ones are harmony. regular
0: for me. And <laughs> I guess I'm just, I think, I feel like I'm lower than you.
1: I think you probably are.
0: I, I don't know see. that, like, alto tenor. I don't know the official way to of yeah, talk about it. I, I think either. you're much higher. Well, not yeah. much, like, insanely, but I think no, you're no. a decent bit higher, sure. and I'm a decent bit lower.
1: Well, and it's funny, too, because when we're sitting down to make music, me and Jack, um... He can hit lower than I can, but I can hit higher than he can.
2: Um which is really pretty. yeah like, It always like Yeah, it always
1: kind of evens out. Yeah. But now that I'm even talking, like I have a higher pitched voice normally than you both do, which is f- weird to me. <laughs> Aww, you Joe. can hit those
0: nuts. You're allowed to hit nuts that we can't hit. Yeah, Joe. Yes, Joe. Hey, I can go yeah. deep
2: too. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Sound like a I'm, serial <laughs> <guy>. I'm
0: Batman. <laughs> So let's revisit gram as a topic. Last time we were incorrect. As I said in the intro, not a five or one, As should have been evidenced by the fact I see the flaws in everything and it haunts me throughout all my day. (laughs) And I just thought, I was so entrenched in it. I just thought, everybody does this. I am not, like, I'm a five who just, like, is nitpicky. Like, oh, this goes here. But no, you being nitpicky is the big part of your personality. You're the fish in water. You can't even see the water. Mm. But this is your life now. And once you know it's your life, you can point to the type you are.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
0: it just took me a while to understand. That.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Joe,
0: you can talk about your mistype or not type or whatever, Joe, or you can yeah. be honest and like because yesterday you were like the enneagram is Lent. Well, okay, per- yeah. no, I'll do I both. shouldn't throw you under the bus. I'll with do that,
1: abridged though. versions of both.
0: Abridged versions of um, both.
1: Because I know I've talked briefly before about my switch or my realization, whatever you want to call it. But I'll I'll recap. Um, I thought I was a four for a long time because. I think I, I read it and I was like, yeah, I like to be unique. Yeah. I, you know, I like hearing songs that nobody else knows. And
2: you were really just hanging out with me (laughs) and I was hanging out with Jack a lot.
1: (laughs) Um, but I did, to be fair, I did, I did think I was a four before we like were better friends in in college. Yeah. Um, because it just, it, I think what happened really was I read the description and I resonated with all the good things and none of the bad things. And I was like, this is cool. Like I'm, I'm a great person. You know, like none of these bad things make me feel bad. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't actually struggle with that. Or, or I was like, you know, I struggle with that a little bit, but not a lot. So I must be a really good four. Oh yeah. So anyway, uh, so that was kind of where I was at, and then a couple people in late 2020. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, late 2020. Uh, we're like, you know what? You might not be a four. And I was like, what are you talking about?
0: Don't be ridiculous. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, and then I did some more research into the nine and it was actually the podcast, the sleeping at last podcast, uh, where he explains each of his Enneagram songs, which if you haven't listened to those songs, listen to those songs are great. But when I listened to that, cause he's a nine and he was talking about his experience. I was like, oh man, like that the things that he's saying that are negative about the nine hurt. <laughs> like it, it's like a dagger. Like it's so true. It hurts. And so I did have a bit of an identity crisis there at the start of 21. Cause I was like, Oh, who am I? What am I? <laughs> ah uh so that was fun
2: you want to know something funny about that what i was betrayed <laughs> what that you like you were like i don't think i'm a four and i was like oh yeah no i'm yeah. all alone now yeah. <laughs> weren't <laughs> well, you happy
0: because fours don't want anyone else to be a what four well
2: true but there's like me and you we have a special we, we did have a bond yeah we've got we got a bond for all those they're shaking there, radio yeah, yeah yeah we're, we're, we're holding hands yeah. so. no? okay yeah. <laughs> they stopped no, it seems
1: anyway. <laughs> uh so yeah i i uh gosh, yeah, that was a fun time, but yeah so but what we mean is that what Zachary was referring to was that I've kind of come around to the idea that like i i there I, there was a point in my life, i sound like I'm an old man about a year ago, honestly, um where I was like crazy Enneagram, thinking about it all the time, consumed my thoughts. And I was like, trying to type everybody, and I was like, I just wanted to get a handle on everybody's things. And I think I used it to, like, generalize people and not, like, as an excuse not to have to get to know them. And Paul talked about this when he was on here, but I think I've just kind of come around to the fact that, like, Enneagram is a good, like, it's a good baseline and a good place to start really like people are just people and I can have an outburst like an eight or I can I can like a cool song I just found like a four or I can really love knowledge and, and read things and you know like five it, it I, I think that we can all have bits and pieces of everything in certain moments I, I do think that generally we are like a type more than other types but the the more I'm I'm going through it I'm like well it doesn't really matter because i just want to know people like i don't it doesn't actually you know what i mean so that not that i hate the enneagram i think it's good i think it's a good place to start but i also just i think too much of a good thing is a bad thing so i i, I was on that side of it and so now i'm, I'm going eh, i don't really need to think about it that much
2: yeah and we've all met somebody who's like who types us before they know yep. our type and i was that and person it's, <laughs> and it's like oh here, let
0: me put you in this box. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's
1: really irritating.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are unquestionably more mature than me in that aspect.
1: Huh. Well, wait, well, why, why
0: do you say that? Where you are at is where I would like to one day be, where you know what mm. the Enneagram is, aren't afraid to use it for what it's meant for, mm-hmm. and then aren't afraid to get to know the person. Mm. I 100% admit that though I love that I know about the Enneagram and I'm knowledgeable about it, there are some situations where I wish I didn't have that in place, because yep. it's like putting this oversimplification filter on top yep. of everything. Mm. Yep, exactly. And where I'm like seeing this person in a certain light that I can't unsee, because I can't forget about the integral. Mm. Yeah. And because they said w- one thing, because they said I, X wing Y, that will color everything I see uh, to where you're like confirmation bias, like anything that goes outside or whatever, yep, but anything sure. that goes inside, you're just locking it further down and nailing yep. it, nailing it in. Yeah, this is definitely their personality. But then, like, what if they're wrong? And what if we're yeah. just, like, what I told you yesterday, my idea is that personality is so complicated that we can never think of a system to get close to what people are really like. Now, we can get super broad ideas where, like, one, okay, that's pretty close to a bunch of people. Two, that's pretty close to a bunch of people. But we can never get specific until we know the person.
1: Exactly, which is hard. But And it's not like, it's not like I don't think about it ever, by the way. It's like, you know, Quentin, my boss, is a three. And so when he's, like we need to make a list like, you know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> let's, let's, let's think about practical ways that we can do this thing and blah, 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 whatever. Like, I'm like, Oh, look at, look at him go. He's a, he's a three. Like, you know, this is the way that he does things. This is the way he sees the world. And like, that's great because he gets things done. But so it's not like, it's not like I don't ever think about it. You know what I mean? It's more of just like, it's a complimentary thing to what, a to who a person is. Not, it's not where I start. Um, and I, and you know, I think. It's a gradual thing. I just, I've had to take steps back and not, it's hard not to think about something, (laughs) but when I'm more focused with asking good questions and like learning about someone, it's not as hard as it sounds to step back. So yeah, anyway, so that's, that's my experience with the Enneagram. I am a firm nine. Uh, yeah, I hate decision-making, very bad at it. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, you got something to say about that, Jack? Is yeah, that... I have many things to say about that. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't want to like throw you under the bus. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. The internet is forever, so
1: that's true. I'm gonna have Zachary cut all of the things that you say out. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Well, Joe's a big. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, really. <laughs> you don't have to
0: clean that up. What's it like to live with the nine? Um well
2: i think that i have one i think the biggest thing that i noticed that's different from like between me and joe is big picture versus um uh, smaller steps so like for instance when it comes to music i can get really excited because i can i can see all the way to the end i can see the end result um i feel like that's not hard for me to imagine it um Whereas Joe can only really see up to the point of us like, so if I'm like, if I'm like, oh, Joe, like let's make an EP. Let's write and record six songs and then release them. And I can see it. I can see the album cover. I can see us, you know, singing in front of people, like booking like little gigs or whatever. I can see all of that. Um, what Joe sees is, okay, when am I gonna find the time to sit down and do this? How am I gonna um you know, find the equipment, who's gonna produce it, all of these like other things yeah it it will be you, and I would love <laughs> we should have that conversation actually,
0: yeah, we'll get there next
2: um but like so Joe is I would say very practical, very um rooted in reality, and I wouldn't say that I'm not um I would just say that when I'm really, really passionate about something or really excited about it, it's super easy for me to like. See the bigger picture versus the littler steps. So, blessing, blessing and a curse. I think. I think
1: it's my wing one. You know, I lean on the like practicality. Like, I like actually though. Like, how are we going to do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. I, I I admit I can be a bit of a a mood killer sometimes when I do that.
2: No, I'm. It's and I, this isn't bash Joe Hour. I mean, it could be if we wanted <laughs> to. But like, I no, I need that. Like, I like even being up here for like a week, like I have to manage my expectations about what vacation is going to look like, you know? Um, and that's hard for me to do. Cause I get really excited. I'm like, okay, this is going to be the best trip ever. And in reality, I'm just coming home. Like, it's not like, it's not this grand thing. It's good, but it's just, you know, it's not what I'm picturing it will be. So in that regard, I think it's a good thing
0: that you kind of keep, keep me hmm. grounded. In reality.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Okay. So that's not even necessarily in theagram. That's just Jack is a big picture thinker, but skips over the details, much to his detriment, perhaps.
1: Yeah. I think that's a four thing, though, right?
0: Yeah. I would
2: say that that's a four
0: thing. I like every
2: nine that I meet is grounded in reality. Mm -hmm. Like Ah, the gut. Ah. Yeah. Like it's like they're not, they cannot separate themselves from it. Um, Like, have a buddy, um, who I love, um, who couldn't make a decision just recently. And I don't want to say too much about it, but like couldn't make a decision, um, on something that I thought would be really, really healthy for him based on things that he had said to me, but he was too grounded in the reality of his paycheck to be able to like move forward with that decision because, I don't know how I'm going to make the money for it. And like, how am I going to make, you know, like all of this stuff, but I knew based on what he was saying, it would be a healthy decision. And yet with the other things, like he just couldn't get there. So like, I don't know, like I feel like nines are very grounded in reality. Um, and fours tend to just be very grand and romantic and, uh, can't really like, I would much rather focus on like the story. Um, than I would like the little bitty details like leading up to it. Uh,
0: The Enneagram, what a complex relationship we have together. (laughs) So true. It's not very helpful a lot of the time, and I need to literally just get to know the people (laughs) for what they are. And I sometimes wish I could go back and delete it, but I can't, so I'm all in now.
2: Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. No other way to be.
0: Okay, so the country album's coming out sometime. Once Jack thinks of the big picture and Joe does the, all the details, I guess. <laughs> Jack is like, make a country album. Then Joe's responsible for the easy job now that the idea has yeah. been proposed, the easy job of making the country album. That's <laughs> comfortably I mean, out of place. That's it. what it's going to be. That's the working title, oh, yeah. I like it. Comfortably, comfortably out of, out of place. place. How many songs and what are they? And are um, they even done? And what? Six, probably.
2: Six. I would like it to be six. I'm not scared anymore. I mean, I'm a little scared. So that's like
1: the front of the album.
0: Oh, that was that's 2021, Joe. I know There's glasses all the time. I know, yeah. Uh, I'm going. Th- okay. So oh, this is cool. Wow, holy.
2: Hey, well, that's a good response. That is a really great response. Our um, we had a film camera picture. <laughs> yeah. That was even better. Yeah, I, I that's thought true. like it was super grainy. Yeah, I and, still like, haven't
1: done anything with that.
2: Well, we could we could. I think you could manipulate the picture on the backside of what would be the supposed, like the, like the vinyl record or whatever. Uh Like you could manipulate it to look really grainy. That's true. You know what I mean?
1: Um, Are you
2: Photoshopped
0: onto the couch? No,
1: that's real. So we were getting rid of the couch. And I don't know if we want this to go in the podcast because I don't know how you can show the viewers this or not. We'll figure that out later.
0: You can send me the image and make it the art if you want that to be public, and if you don't want that to be public, the listeners will suffer in silence.
2: They, I think they, they should suffer. suffer, yeah. I, kind agree, suffer. Yeah. Until, I kind of agree. Yeah, I kind of agree. because when it comes out, it's gonna be so, cool as. I'll just. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll
1: just describe it. Basically, we were getting rid of an old couch, and my mom was like, "We need to get rid of it. It's old. It's nasty. Whatever," and Jack and his forness was like hear me out <laughs> well, Listen
0: you know, up for s- this idea exactly
1: so we've got a creek in our backyard and he was like okay what if we put the couch in the creek and then took a picture for our album cover and then we did that <laughs> and that was really honestly that's it i mean
2: it was it was pretty cool i we we found a way to set it up and if we ever do get around to
1: it's a cool picture
2: yeah, it's I think it it'll really be yeah, cool
0: and um for people to see.
1: Yeah. It was fun to make the mock up too. Yeah. So that's a good time.
0: What I'm wondering, are those songs written or Are they just the titles or like, Uh what's yeah.
1: actually what's on there? Let me let me see here. That's a Cause good question. Cuz this was a while ago.
0: Yeah, those
2: those uh, are definitely subject to change. I've written a couple more since then that I think are better.
1: Dang! What do we have? These are old songs. Yeah,
2: what are they? What read them? Outdated.
1: Uh, Side A would be how many times? uh, I like
2: how many times, but Joe is kind of a snob about it. Yeah, that's not my (laughs) favorite. He says it's rearview memory
1: was the first song that we ever wrote together.
2: Rearview memory, very Randy Travis. Are
1: you my destination or just a rearview memory? Mm.
2: Stop teasing us, Joe. It's it's, no, that's yeah, that's That's great great song. Yeah, Uh,
1: hard feelings.
2: Hard feelings is just a Merle Haggard rip off <laughs> it's, Honestly, it's about it's, as country as it gets it's really great though i like that song. i i love that song. Uh,
1: feeling hazy which
2: feeling hazy
1: basically written except i i want to change a few things personally
2: well um we had another working title for that one didn't we we did
1: uh what was that
2: uh, I don't um remember. one without the other one without the other yeah, yeah was i and I honestly, I like that one better than feeling hazy, I do too, but it yeah. but feeling hazy kind of speaks to the nature of the song, true, which is <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's this may or may not go <laughs> in I don't it's based on
1: personal experience, so
2: dude, they all are I know
1: that's true, uh float, which was a fun float. one,
2: yeah, float was fun that was uh yeah.
1: that one's basically written too
2: that one, yeah, that's and fully written, happy ending, which i. I really love, um, uh, I I don't know how else to say it, but rock music. And I really love um, like country rock. I love indie rock. Um, Like Dayglow has a really cool rock sound, um, which we've mentioned him before. But like uh, I wrote that song and I really wanted to give it a shot. um, Just being like, like really leaning into the rock sound but we i finished that one. Oh you did? I did. I didn't know that. Mhm. So yeah,
1: we I I I really do, I mean, I like making music with you. I think right now, I mean, I'm just like the hard part is I'm in college, you know, and, and I'm like, in Florida. <laughs> and you're in Florida and it's like how are we ever going to actually do anything other than just send each other like cuz we we do, we send each other stuff. Oh yeah. um things that we've written and and you know. It, it's 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 good. I I just it's hard to actually like execute and finish things. So
2: I think what we need is a rhythm and we're just not capable of getting into the rhythm. Yeah. Like if we had a, a a place and a time where we were always like, we just kind of devoted that time to working on it. We Mm. would be able to do
0: it and knock it out really quickly.
1: It's also an equipment. Like, again, I'm like, I'm thinking like practical, like I don't have a I extend the
0: offer to you because you're not both here at the same time. Usually, which is tough. I extend the offer because these are all guitar songs, right? starting out guitar? Basically, I most, yeah. yeah. I mean, piano. I had to. Guitar, I, piano. I have a bad piano keys. I have a way to accept guitar, and I have a nice microphone to sing into. My, my offer is open. I just got one of these two. So, like, I... You could work on the guitarist, and that's a Joe. He can mess with the... Whatever. I can or I can import it into Logic on my end and have Joe sing or whatever. Mm. I live with Their a professional audience. guitar player. so He really does. Oh, does he actually? Dude,
1: Nathan is like phenomenal. Yeah, he's Literally really phenomenal. And like, oh, yeah. Because if
0: you got one of those, he could, of course, play it out and then like, yeah. you don't need to be in the same place. You just yeah. Yeah. send that back and forth.
2: That would be good.
1: Yeah, good. You can re-say <laughs> it if you want. We, nah, it's fine. Gotta keep, keep me humble, you know. Um, I think we just need to pick one then.
2: Well, I really think that my best song is a little bit better.
1: I think that was, yeah, like,
2: like quotes it. a little bit better. In quotes, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's that song. the song title is
1: a little bit better. Yeah. But yeah,
2: um, demo right now. Go get the guitar. Uh, we could. I don't. You want to do it? Yeah, sure. All right, let's
4: do it.
0: We play the guitar again. And one more thing.
4: now we're cooking cooking with gasoline and
2: canola oil Ooh, okay,
0: oh, anyway. oh, oh, okay oh, it's oh. actually ready to go for real no questions asked oh, seriously hot diggity dang
1: okay cool alright let's do it
0: cool
4: From the corner of my eye, your mint green perfection. And I lose all my direction when I know you're sitting there. And I think I know your smile. But I'd like to know for sure So i look at you once more And try not to stare Cause when the light hits your eyes It's a different world I can't begin to imagine any other girl And I've ever wanted to that don't hold a candle to you Somehow you're everything to me And I hardly know you Trying to find the best way I could show you the love you in that dress And my time is not the best But I'd really like to know you Just a little bit better And when you look at me and smile It's like the sun comes back out I know what life is all about And everything's so clear And I don't know how you do it you got a magic way about you And I know I can never doubt you As long as you're right here Cause when the light hits your eyes It's a different world I can't begin to imagine any other girl And I've held one or two That don't the hold a candle the Somehow you're everything to me And I hardly know you Trying to find the best way I could show you That I love you in that dress And my timing's not the best But I'd really like to know you Just a little bit better Seems this world is always changing And my heart is always breaking Maybe there's a chance to save it With you Cause when the light hits your eyes, it's a different world. I can't begin can't to imagine any other girl. And I've they want wanted to. But don't hold a candle to you. Somehow you're everything to me. And I hardly know you. Trying to find the best way I can show you. I love you in that dress. And my time is not the best. But I'd really. Like to know you. Oh, just a little bit better.
0: This is the best episode of the Call Try we've ever recorded. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Uh, well, that's actually the first time that we've ever recorded yeah. on like a like.
0: Okay, okay, equipment. okay. How can I help you achieve this dream of yours? Look, Aww. okay, Jack, when are you holy how when are you coming back to Bloomington? Uh Gosh,
2: as soon as possible, really, okay. genuinely.
0: I mean... When you come back, we are going to make this up. I have Logic Pro installed. I can do this guitar. I can do a good microphone with both of you and get the harmonies perfect, and I actually have some ideas of other things I could do as well. Will yeah. it be professional? Not really. <laughs> will you have an album? Yes. No, no, no. We just want to, I I know you can you make it. I will help
2: you achieve this, stream. good. You make it sound good. I know you can, so...
1: I'm down for that.
0: Dude. Yeah, I think that we can make this happen. Heck yeah! I really, That'd be really. fun. I also think that we can make this happen. This is where the big picture Jack comes in. I I think I can help you achieve this dream. All right. I do think I can help
1: Next you. Next time I won't mess up so bad on the. You didn't mess <laughs> up. You played it
2: perfectly. This
0: is the debut of whatever you're called.
2: Uh, oh, we have a title. We have we have a band name.
0: What's your band name? Mount Tabor. Mount Tabor. Okay, that's pretty smart. See, this is so good.
1: Oh, thank you. This is legitimately
0: good. Why let's make this happen.
1: Let's do it. I'm actually down.
0: I'm seriously yeah. super down. Yeah. if you want to work with me on this, I will help yeah. you achieve it. I would love yes.
3: yes. yes. to work with you. Yes. We-
1: I'm totally down. This is And because this is the the the, the pract, like because we can sing that song to whoever, but the practical side of it Cuz all, gets all me. you would
0: need is just the like the click track going mm-hmm. obviously. Yep. And then a of course go, oh, I messed up, whatever, go back and do just this measure, yep. which I can totally help you do that. Cool.
1: Cool. I'm, I'm down. There you go, viewer. You got to listener. You gotta, I always say
0: viewer. You always say viewer. I don't think we can top this, but we're going to try. No, we're not going <laughs> to. We can't top it at all. We'll just hit our last couple of topics and call it the day, even sure. though that's like the highlight of the show. So you can just stop now <laughs> if you really want. All right. Here was what I was going to say. So the other day, I was thinking that there's a way in which music and memories tend to fuse together mm. in the sense of that if you want to unlock what it was like to be today I was like x years old that kind of thing oh gosh yeah the most recent example we like hit it to death and I don't try to but I think it, this album will turn out in retrospect to be a big part of my life the newest 5 Seconds Flat Lizzie McAlpine uh, album totally this is because w- when I was listening to like mostly Doomsday and Reckless Driving because they're really good that tended to be when I was like climbing the not super big hill but the big ish hill to go to Ballantyne Hall like just mm-hmm. is big in the sense of like a slow incline just slow and steady and like working really hard like gotta be in time and like it's super cold out like obnoxiously cold out yeah. <laughs> and like different having different layers and everything when I listen to that song I'm brought back I'm brought back to like the weird like smell of Valentine yeah. Hall like Ooh. the wet shoes yep. like totally. it's so vivid and like being nervous about whatever test yep. there was and like kind of sick in my stomach whatever the case was and it's like so strong I almost wish I didn't have that because I listen to it it's like I just get hit in the face so
1: <laughs> with Valentine Hall
0: about hit in the face with Valentine Hall yeah There are some examples of this. My Paper Heart is an album by a Christian artist named Francesco Battistelli. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've heard of her, but it instantly takes me back. Instantly. It takes me back to when I was like, whenever it came out, I don't even know the year, but maybe let's say I was eight or nine, something like that. Going on errands in the fall when the album came out because my mom, I think, had the CD. I just am so taken back to like going around in the car and like everyone had their, it's so vivid because like, Everyone just had their Halloween decorations out. There was like cool air blowing through the window, sunroof, mm. everything. It was just like I was worry free because you're a kid, whatever. Yep. It brings the memory being a kid back in the closest way I can have it brought back. Yeah. Even though I can't like ever, you know, once you've drunk the Kool-Aid, you have worries and jobs and whatever. But it's the closest I can get back. Another example, Awake by Tycho. People would always play it after church, like it was on the playlist, like just the whole album, Awake is the album. Just like melodic, soothing instrumental music always be played after church reminds me of the friends I had at that time reminds me of like parents who were talking after church reminds me of like the smell of church, like the cleaning supplies. I don't know whatever they use over there. Who could say anyway, that's just, if you want to really be taken back in a way that cause it's like so hard coded in there. I, I don't know why it's hard coded in there like that, but it is.
2: Yeah. I have the same thing. Like it's like music is really like a time machine. Like mm. you, uh, like for me, it's Chris Rice listening to Run the Earth and Watch the Sky. Uh, any song on that album, we're driving back from Brian Park Pool, uh, stopping mm-hmm. at the... What is the it? Circle or yeah, the Circle... Yeah, it's a Speedway. Is it the circle Speedway or the Circle K? I think it's Circle K. It's just right when you're coming out into uh, whatever that main road is. I can't even remember. Walnut. Yeah, probably, college yeah. Whatever. College yeah. Walnut. Yep. And we're going home, and the sun is like starting to go down. And we're all like wet from the, like the pool and like we're getting the slushies and mom's playing Chris Rice on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that like takes me right back, uh, or James Taylor's, Mm. uh, greatest hits album. Mom would put that in the CD player that we used to have in our, uh, kitchen and like I can smell the freshly mowed grass and she's like making like chicken fried rice or something. And like we're dancing. I'm like, gosh, six or seven, and we're dancing in the kitchen and sunset, and, and it's just beautiful. Like I'm just immediately right back there. Um, it's like, it's powerful. real.
1: Dude, I feel the same. Um, it's my turn to share a fun, you know, fun, <laughs> Please, time, yeah, memories. For sure. <laughs> fun time memories. Uh, like I remember, there's, it's weird, actually. There's a song called, you know, Watching Airplanes by, I think, Gary Allen. Oh, I'm just sitting out here watching
4: airplanes. That song? Yep.
1: Immediately when I hear that song, I think of in a silver van, we're driving down to Florida, um, and, like, for like I don't know why, but it's, like, daylight outside. I think I'm in my car seat, so I would, I would have been, like, a super young kid, but for some reason, that's just seared into my brain. Um, or, like, uh, there's another song by John Billion called Luxury. And I remember I was on Disciples and I was sitting outside of a church in Colorado on the pavement and we were all just sitting out there and listening to that song. I mean, I can like, like, like when I hear that song, I can like feel the pavement, like the warm, like s- summer pavement, yeah. like yeah, sitting yeah, yeah, with yeah, all yeah. these people who like That's I met wild. two weeks ago and like, we're just having a good time in Colorado. Like it just like immediately brings me back. You know, it's crazy.
2: There's a song about this. Meta. Yeah, I know. Let's Wait, get, No, let's, there's not. let's really? dive. Springsteen by Eric Church oh. funny how a melody sounds like a memory a
1: memory uh, sounds like
2: a melody or yeah but yeah. and then he's like um like a July Saturday night yeah Springsteen
1: cause he's referring to he's re,
2: he's uh, referring to the song but it's like it sounds like Is
1: Springsteen an artist though?
2: yeah Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you're right you're right you're right but what he's is, like, like he the, references like a ton of different songs got it. in, in that, that song I didn't know that but like it's like yeah, funny how a memory sounds like a melody.
1: One of those two. I don't know it's, which one. It doesn't really nice. matter. Which yeah. one, but one it's like, them, yeah. yeah, it's totally the point that yep. you're making. I was like,
2: yeah, um, yeah, it's it, music is a time machine. Yeah. I'm convinced. Which
1: like, and it's, sometimes it's a blessing too for me because I don't have the greatest memory. <laughs> mm. And so like, I remember I, I was doing inventory for Quentin and uh, I was in um, the closet at church and I found an old folder of music. And uh, it was our old worship minister's music. And I was looking at it and I looked at the song and I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm.
3: Come and let your glory come and let your glory
1: fall. Mm-hmm. So you I mean that, that I I'm sing, I'm
0: singing a new song I will sing sing a new
1: song I will sing sing a new song to the
0: lord
1: Let your kingdom come
0: Let
3: your will be done All in heaven. <laughs> Look at that, nice Oh that's Yeah, really um
2: Gosh, what so like, a musical podcast! <laughs> this is the
0: most music-heavy we've ever done. That's you true. get us through in a room, and it's it's intense. Off the, the exponential things have to happen. So,
1: like, I hear that song, and I'm like, I'm like, four foot nothing, sitting next to Dad, singing that song in the balcony, mm. like right where we used to sit under yeah. the balcony. I know it, and l- watching Tim Thompson up there tickling those ivories, you know, oh, and it, and it's like memories that I forgot about. And I hear a song, and it's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really cool. I I I think it's
2: it's, it's scary too, though. it, yeah, it, it is can, a blessing, but it, it's also a curse because can, yeah, I'm like if I'm like just driving down the road with like like people that I love, and they're like playing their music, and then all of a sudden a song comes up with like associated with a bad memory. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. As let's a, not that's talk about this. Right there. Why yeah, not? Like, bad memories are so great. No. <laughs> you know, They're so bad. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are good. No,
1: I mean, I, I get that. I think, I don't think I'm ever going to be like mad about that, you know, because it it's just, it means that I've like lived life. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like this, this song represents a time in my life that I don't love and that's okay. You know? And, sure. and there are actually songs that have like changed meaning over time, you know? Like, oh, yeah, like you, you, you sort of give songs to different people. Hmm. Yeah, or, or like different environments in your life. Um, totally. And they're like, like Tyler Childers I used to not like because one of a person that I used to hang out with really loved him, and now I don't talk to that person anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like now it's like Tyler Childers, yeah, you know. But then yeah. now I listen to some of his songs. I'm like, no, nah, he's okay. Like, you know, I can give this new meaning. I can put a new spin on. He's it He's
0: better than okay. He's, <laughs> he's pretty exceptional when it comes to country music. He's but. pretty good. Do we have examples other than that of a Bad Memory song that comes up? Um, <laughs> no, That's a dangerous question. Well, well, how long maybe don't here. go into the details. I just truly don't feel like I have any ones that really come to mind. Uh, they have had a good life but I think it's just those Bad Memories aren't connected to songs generally. I like, would
2: say so I would say like bittersweet memories come to mind so like um pretty sure that the name of this guy is Nick Wilson um, next to me by Nick Wilson um, is like from the like ancient from uh, in my like past memory. Um, but just like a really sweet song, like at the beginning of a relationship, um, like the beginning, beginning of a relationship, um, which is like that it changes over time. Cause it's like, Oh, this is really sweet. Now this is kind of bittersweet, angry, angry, like don't want to listen to it again kind of like come like circle back around to it like oh it puts me there that's a good memory you know like it's like it's bittersweet but it's like it's still a good one you know I don't know yeah so
0: but it's a time machine all your ghosts are with you
2: they Ooh, are oh my gosh they are no what feel a them great too. song dude that
1: that song is killer
2: I think she's the most talented female singer
0: um currently
1: we're talking about Lizzie McAlpine, by the way, for We right uh, we so love all her people, and
0: yeah. are very I'm on the bandwagon just fully, I'm just oh, in there. No,
2: she's oh uh, as far as seen obscenely good. She's an incredible guitar mm. player, an incredible singer, and an incredible songwriter.
0: Which God has blessed you from the heavens if you have yes. all three of those in one person.
2: I mean, I don't think she's a healthy person. No, she's,
0: (laughs) it's not good. But
2: that influences her songwriting really well. So we get some awesome songs. I mean, I would love for Lizzie McAlpine to be as
0: healthy. Healthy she could be. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: But gosh, as long as she's...
0: Alive and kicking, Yeah, yeah. I'm like,
2: (laughs) as long as she's willing to keep making music. I mean, gosh, Five Seconds Flat was a a near-perfect album. That's just, it's just wild. You say near-perfect...
1: Oh, weird. I hate weird. I, weird sucks. Do
2: you guys have different rating, like ways that you rate albums?
0: You mean um, do we rate the songs differently?
2: No, no, no. So like when I like look at an album, like for instance, The Human Condition to me by John Bellion mm. is a perfect album.
0: And that's because
2: I like like the majority of the songs. For five seconds flat, Like I like most of the songs.
0: I actually kind of like weird. No, you don't. No, I promise. It's good. It's really good. Oh, no. Zachary. <laughs> I Maybe I'm weird. No. Maybe I'm off the wall. Something, something, something. <laughs> not
3: <laughs> nope, to have not good. dreams like, at all.
2: We can't agree, though, that if Lizzie McAlpine touched it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Say I good. mean,
1: like, because then, but then, you know, I look at I look at songs on that album, like Erase Me, Phenomenal!
3: Oh gosh! Called you again? <laughs> Called Phenomenal! You? Oh yeah, that gosh. is insanely good. my heart.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like like it's it's it. Orange Show Speedway is is nostalgia in a song.
2: That is the best song in the album. I think I would ha- agree. hands down. Kim Trails is about her
0: dead father.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a way to intro that one! What a segue. <laughs> mm, thanks, Lizzie. At first,
0: I was like, "Did he die?" I don't think it was like meant to be taken literally. I was trying to think like, "Did he die in a plane crash?" Was that what it was? I have but no I don't. Idea. She doesn't ever really said. I don't think. But like that's how I sort of wondered if it went down. Unpopular opinion time. My least favorite song on the album is actually "Hate to Be Lame." That's fine. Yeah, "Hate to Be Lame" I, isn't that good. I I think I mean I, it is ex- on any other album would be so standout and so on. But just yeah. "Surrounded," I don't think it's insanely good Thank compared you. to the others. I think yeah. I think the
2: reason why I don't like it is because I felt like it was trying to be like a pop song on the radio. Mm. Which this is my four coming out like Lizzie like embrace what you are and it, are not exactly it, like embrace your crowd not so much the popularity that comes with it
1: i need to relisten this album there's so many good ones on here
2: wow it's it's a near perfect album
1: yeah
0: how accessible is lizzie McAlpine? does she do podcast interviews i don't know or <laughs> she like get too, on too high and mighty like <laughs> uh, i don't um, know
2: she is but again
0: she's an interesting person. person yeah she you, you look at the interviews and it's like oh okay.
1: yeah i mean she's got a ton of like I feel like anyway if you look up on YouTube like she's got a ton of like
2: explanations.
1: Yeah or like Instagram video live things where she talks about her songs
2: like she's got a very big TikTok presence doesn't oh, she? Oh I don't know I don't have to Or maybe not I don't either. I don't know.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we don't want that.
3: No
1: none of that devil stuff. <laughs> Get the devil out of here. Uh but yeah, I mean, like she, so I know, I mean, even at her concert, I went to her, I went to a concert that she had <sighs> that where she was opening for Dodie. I didn't even stay for Dodie. I just wanted to see Liz McGaubin. Yeah, who cares about Doty? Yeah, honestly. Anyway, before each song, she was like, like, yeah, I remember before Erased Me, she was like, yeah, so I wrote this one in my hoe phase. <laughs> like she was like <laughs> telling us about the songs that she wrote and. Um, Gosh, I
2: wish I'd been there.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cool.
2: But she has her concert tour coming up. Speaking of concerts, uh Dayglo is going to be in Indianapolis.
1: Did you buy me a ticket for that? I
2: bought you a ticket for the Orlando <laughs> show. How <laughs> am I so saying? but it's okay because I'll find somebody to take with me. So Well, for
1: sure. maybe I'll be doing the podcast remote with you that week from Orlando. <laughs>
2: That's fine.
0: We'll Wait, see. Yeah. We'll see.
4: Then it all goes Wait, away. Is it a school year thing or not?
0: Yeah. Okay. A what? Is this happening during the school year? The yeah, okay. it's like it's remote podcast. 26th,
2: so.
1: But no, no, DeGlo is awesome. Do you know him? He's no. so good. Oh gosh, God. dude, like, he's,
2: yeah.
3: Every single he, album.
1: He, yeah, he has a song called "Close to You," and I love it because it's 80s. So I love the music side of it, but also it's about like this feeling you get when you see a beautiful person from across the room and you want to like go say hi to them, but you can't. Like you don't, you know. And but he's oh, it's so good.
2: It's almost like Ugh. not that you can't. Like he knows he could, yeah, but you don't, yeah, because like, you're nervous. You yeah. just talk yourself out of it. Yeah, it's lyrically, it's a very beautiful song, but like it's so catchy. It's like um, Michael McDonald, uh, yacht rock, yeah, like '80s sound. It's great. Hmm. Yeah, Listerine is like my Listerine's favorite song great. of his right yeah. now.
0: Our last topic. I have been employed by my grandpa to mow two lawns for uh, several years now. One of them is his lawn. He has the special riding lawnmower that does it and stuff. Then the lawn of my late great-grandfather. So he hired me to do these two lawns. And I always knew that there was like a ticking clock because he was working on selling the house for a long time. Not his own house, but the second house he was working on selling because they technically owned it. And so I was working one day. Just It was a normal day of mowing. I did all the same routines that I always did, you know got got because there's the, there's again overriding a lot more separate at both places so got started it up trimmed and edged and did everything in the normal way and like made sure everything looked nice and so forth and it was actually it was really good weather too it, i was like finally got it on a day that it wasn't like swimming in the hot tub so that worked out well <laughs> and I, yeah you sn- i snuck it in on some random friday or saturday or something that was decent weather nice. so i had this good time listening to podcasts listening to music as always i put in my ear pods and then cover them with noise reduction headphones and then nice. crank the earpods up like so loudly that they'll give you <laughs> like, <go. laughs> headaches and stuff. Anyway, oh, yeah. I found out later that, like, obviously, a couple of days from then, he sold the house, so I wouldn't be mowing at the second house mm. anymore. And I thought that that was, like, interesting, because I thought I would actually, I didn't know it would sell that quickly, I guess, in this, in this economy. Of course, it's going <laughs> to sell quickly. People want to live here. But I was just so, I guess, a little sad, because I didn't know it was my last time. I thought I had several more times in which I could go mow there. Mm. And, like, I guess I'm glad I didn't know it was my last time, but it was just, like, I've been doing that for, like, I think about three years. I might be doing that math wrong, but it was just like this w- weekly thing during the not the winter of course but mm-hmm. times when i could it was sort of this just weekly routine i sort of had it down to a science and knew what the checklist was and had opportunity to listen to really hundreds of hours of podcasts if you added it all up listen to the entire back catalog of accidental tech podcasts one time hundreds of <laughs> oh, episodes sure. wow. and then most of that was done through mowing there and the other place so i guess it was just a bummer cuz you don't always know when the final time you'll do something is and it's like, oh, we talk about maybe you'll die or whatever. But even some that someone will sell the house you're mowing, someone will change things around so you don't do it anymore. You will unexpectedly move. I don't know. That just that just got me bummed out. So such a happy finish thing to talk to. But I guess Jack will take that sadness and run into oh, the sun no. with the.
2: No, oh I'm, yes, I love that though. I mean, like, you know, it's like I'm thinking about again as a four, I'm thinking about what you're saying and how it applies to me. you. <laughs> um, so I'm like, the last time that I like mowed my parents' yard, which I loved to Mo, mow, um, mm-hmm. and I would sit and listen to Ronnie Millsap on repeat. Like I would listen to his greatest hits album just over and over and over again. And would like kind of live, that was back before I was like very socially competent um (laughs) like i'd live in my head and i realized like i had such a like such a bigger imagination but like i can't remember when i stopped doing that like there was a time when i like that was like something i lived for and really enjoyed and then didn't do that anymore um but i'm trying to think of like an example of that in my life now like i but i see like i remember like the day that we that I drove over to grandma and Pablo's house and it was the last day that grandma was there before we mm-hmm. took her to the hospital. Like I remember that very vividly. And I thought on the way there, this is probably going to be the last time. Mm-hmm. And then ended up calling the ambulance and all that jazz. And you know, so like, but I, like, I feel like I always have a clean break, you know, I don't like, I can't mem- like, well, Uh, that may go a direction that it's probably best not to talk about I I get it I respect it. I
1: think that it I mean have you ever heard like some people say that's like probably already happened like the last time your parents will ever pick you up you know like just something as simple as that yeah like there is a first and a last time for literally everything that you do and like yeah there'll be a last time you sleep on that bed and like you know like it just is the case and I think Mm -hmm. it's To me, it reminds us that we're dust, right? And like this Ecclesiastes, we love Ecclesiastes.
2: Watch out, because if you really... It's uh, vapor.
1: It's here and it's gone. And like, I think, yeah, I mean, I think like, this is my last year being a college student. Straight up, you know? And like, it just is the way of the world for things to end. And they just do. And I think, but I think you enjoy them while they're here you enjoy them for what they are and you mourn them when they're gone you know and that's i mean we're really ending on a high note
0: <laughs> here tonight it is a huge bummer isn't it weirdly comforting that it's all dust it's like oh i messed up and okay whatever thanos thanos, yeah snaps for like and
1: mistakes and stuff
0: whew, yeah and everything disappears and yeah. it's fine yeah, yeah.
1: you say thanos snaps <laughs> yeah
0: no i'm just if everything turns to dust it's yeah. That's Fine, your mistakes were not a big deal. In 100 years, all new people, no one cared about. Your little minor mistake, and it, it's like, whatever. Because yep. they're like, again, things I very much wish I wouldn't have done, but like sure. no one will know in 100 years, and definitely no one will know in 200 years. Yep. If you resolve to know nothing but Christ, nothing else matters.
3: <laughs> mm. Yep.
0: Thank you, Jack, for being on the show. <laughs> it's so good to be here.
2: Or <laughs> <Is that> it? <laughs> I'm well, literally well, done now. All
1: right. Well, this is the last time you're going to be on.
2: <laughs> surely not. You guys will invite me back. We'll see. I'm um, look. I'm. <laughs>
1: we'll go through some deliberations This is I counselable.
2: But I, I yep. feel
0: like from the first time I did a pretty good job. Yeah, honestly, time. yeah, you're pretty good at poc. some people. They don't have the podcasting knack. You, I think you do have the podcasting knack.
2: I think if I had a little more practice, I could tune it up. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, oh, fun
3: conversation. Sure, 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 you know? sure.
0: But we don't want to become, like, aggressive Joe Rogan thing. we just, like, we're here True. to have honest conversations. Yeah. yeah, fair. Well,
1: I mean, and this is, like, the 52nd time we've done this. Is right. Fi- yeah. Exactly. Y'all
0: this is have done with this this the 52nd se- episode. Yep. Yeah, this will be the. It doesn't have a number because the summer special. Yeah. But I believe it's the 52nd oh, episode. All things considered.
2: This is the. F- this is the summer special.
0: Because we have 50 regular yeah, yeah. episodes and then two summer specials. This is the second one. Hot dang. Yeah. We have a lot of practice. The early episodes aren't that good. Whatever. We're better. It's fine.
1: There will someday be a last time we record the college try.
0: I wonder though if you are like even if you do move though. I've always wondered, like, maybe this is just silly, me hanging on to, like, goofy things and you Mm. don't want to do it or whatever, but I've wondered if, like, as adults, we could still do something podcast E. because, like, if you literally become a worship pastor and I literally become a video editor, and, like, we work on musical and video-type projects, like, there could be something there. You could have, like, an actual studio. Like, even if you don't live here, we could do a few remote recording things or whatever. Like, I'm not forcing you into it or whatever. I've just always thought that, like, maybe this could keep going in some form. I don't know what it looks like or whatever, but maybe this could go in some form for quite a bit of time or agree. maybe podcasting doesn't exist and we're just like I don't care about this
1: <laughs> yeah 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 no I, I honestly that'd be kind of fun to continue um, It just we can't call the college try anymore because I won't be in college the adult try adult try I kind of have a problem Trying with the
0: word adult. <laughs> adulting <laughs> yeah it I always like it is just like seemed gross to me because it's like oh I'm adulting today but exactly. I, I just it, don't like yes. the vibe it gives <laughs> up yep Yep, <laughs> the not
2: adulting try. <laughs> oh man! No, I get it. Adults
1: against adulting. <laughs> no, it's a, it
2: just be a human being, the human being try. The
1: human being try. I saw this just. I don't know why this just reminded me of this. I had a classmate once who had a sticker on his, uh, his uh, laptop, and it was a it was an inhaler, and there was a there was an X over the inhaler, and it said. I am a mom against vaping. <laughs> How funny is that? It's really not
2: that funny, Joe.
1: I thought it was really funny. You had to be there. His name is Carl. How funny is that? Uh, and he looked like Bo Burnham. It was really funny.
2: That actually is funny. Yeah. I just want to take this moment to raise awareness for people who struggle with asthma. I think
1: you should cut the podcast here. Like in the middle of him <laughs> dogging.
2: Joe, you don't know. Like right there. <laughs> you know? Uh
0: not as long as we keep pumping out golden content. Oh gosh, yeah, this is just This is pure liquid This gold. is grade A stuff here. This is literally a. trash. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what <laughs> really mm. is
1: the line between gold and trash?
2: Yeah, I think everything in the world
0: is a curse. That's actually. true.
1: He has been saying that to I me do. for the past couple That's of years. That's like days. something
0: you say when you're really, really high. No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> I think You know, man, everything's a curse. <laughs> the goal, right, is to be close with Christ. Yeah? And then what <laughs> happened? Wait, are we still going? Are we are I mean, we cool
1: they, this? Well, his,
0: this is his discretion. You, you get Editor's discretion.
2: I had an epiphany in the Elvis movie. We went to see it on Tuesday. It really didn't have a lot to do with the Elvis movie, but it was accentuated by the Elvis movie. And I came to think, and I haven't had anybody tell me that this is wrong yet, except for Joe, but I don't agree with him. Um, I think that... Everything in this world, good and bad, is all a curse because it's been touched by the original sin, and it pulls us away from closeness to Christ. And ultimately, that's our goal, right? Is to be united with him in spirit. Therefore, everything, good and bad, pulls us away from him, and it's all a curse. Some some of it is what less... What the heck are we supposed to do with that? Now, see,
1: my argument here... So here's my argument, is that... Like, so, I and to an extent, I get that because, I mean, I look at things, I mean, I would look at things like, like, addictions, right? Like, those pull you away from what you know is good, but I do think things like a good marriage that model, like, Christ's love for the church, like, that's, that's, that's Christ-honoring, that's not a curse. I would say, like, true worship, you know, whether that's, whether that's literally singing and playing music or making something or doing something with your hands that is offering praise to God. Like that's not a curse. Like that's, that's a way he's given us to relate to him. And I, I'll be the first to admit, I've, I've led worship while I've been worshiping something else in my heart. And that's a problem. And I think so easily it's corrupted, but I think true, true versions, like true little versions of what Jesus offers is not a curse.
2: I think, I think we can only escape it in moments though. Like very brief moments, because ultimately you'll always be concerned with how you sound. <sighs>
1: yeah. You'll always
2: be concerned with the with hitting the melody right or um, making sure that you're playing it correctly, and that's not a bad thing. But it's a curse because it ultimately takes you away from ultimately. How many times can I say ultimately? Ultimately, in a sense it, <laughs> uh, worshiping God. I think that that's. And now I don't think that I'm saying it's a curse because I. I really want to just be united with Christ. But I think that, you know, it is what it is. Hmm. Anyways, we're just trailing off, bro. This is where I'm at. So
0: it's late. Thanks, Jack. Let's go to bed. Let's go go to bed. Bye.
3: I'm going to fall asleep in your bed. You may not do that. (laughs)